All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one here. And I have my new good friend here, Adam Adams. He is here to help you. He says he's going to show you what you should do before you launch a podcast. Basically, do this before you launch a podcast. Is that right, Adam? Yeah, yeah. And actually, there's probably more than one thing that you want to do before <laughs> you launch a podcast. Yeah. But I think if we if we hit on a, a couple things that you have to do before launching, I think you're going to be more successful because there's a lot of mistakes that are getting made for sure. Oh, I, I can't wait for this one then. I can't wait. Everybody, let's go. Let's go. We shall see what it can do for us today on this current episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back here again on the Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to you so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I am grateful to have Adam Adams. This is a great, great name to come to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I am great. I'm great. I am going through another snowstorm, I guess, in the second one in the next, last three days, I guess. So we're doing okay, though. I think we'll, we'll, think we'll be all right. <laughs> how much How much does it snow when it snows there? It could be. It depends on where you are. I'm in Boston now. So right now, it was last time, it was about four inches. It should be another two or three inches today. So maybe a little more. So we'll Sounds see. Sounds cold, brother. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> yes, cold. It does. Yes, it does. But uh, I guess we're used to it now at this point. But anyway, I am excited to have you on here. We are talking about podcasting, what you should do before you start. But before we dive into that, please tell the people here today who you are personally and then professionally. Absolutely. Personally, I'm a father of two and I am a mountain biker. Love, love, mm. love going mountain biking. I live out in Denver, Colorado. Actually, uh, that's even, that's a lie. I live in Conifer, Colorado. I okay. say Denver because nobody knows what Conifer is, but we're up in the mountains and mm. it's kind of cool because as a mountain biker and I've, I just pull, put my mountain bike on, on the back of the car and I just drive maybe up to six minutes or mm. 15 minutes or 20 minutes. And I have uh, so many different trails to choose from that are steep and and give me lots of exercise, but it is winter as we're recording this. And yeah. so I don't mountain bike so much in the winter. I don't, I don't like the snow so much, okay. uh, but I, anyway, I was just, just seeing danger, danger, danger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else, what else? Personally, I love wine. I love good food and I was dyslexic growing up. Oh. And so that gives you a little bit of, of me personally, professionally, I've really only done a couple of things in my life. I've, e I've either been an entrepreneur or I've worked in restaurants. That's how it, I got through school. I did bartending to put myself through school. Yeah. Or I've done real estate, currently partnered in over $100 million of real estate, which is kind of impressive the way that it sounds. Yeah. So so either either real estate or restaurants or entrepreneurship, or the fourth one is construction. So my dad's a general contractor, 
and I used to work with him and put up walls and do electrical. When it comes down to it, what I'm doing now is I, I'm, I'm partnered in all this real estate. So I've got a team that manages it and we're just growing our portfolio as we go. And I also help people launch podcasts to grow their authority. So we do the post-production of podcasts or we do marketing, which is kind of cool. Almost nobody's doing marketing. So we do paid advertising for podcasters oh. and it's guaranteed to get good results. And then additionally, we'll do podcast launches. So if somebody's brand new at podcasting, we can serve them. We can we can do all parts where we just take it all off their plate. So all they have to do is push record and the rest is done for them. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I love it. I love it. So is there a current project that you want to share right now? Or is this just all encompasses in that what you're saying? Yeah, I'd love to love to share current projects. I'm going I'm going to share a project, which is Marco Kozlowski is a client of ours. He's just he's just an awesome guy. He's the type of person that wants somebody to take it all off of his plate. So he did. And he has had his podcast for about three months as we're recording this. But what's c pretty incredible is all all we had to do, he, 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 he bought the microphone, he pushes record, and guess what? His podcast is ranking five or six times better than just the top 1% worldwide, globally, for all podcasts. So out of 1.9 million podcasts, He's like number 1,900 right now, 1,900 out of 1.9. Actually, that's almost 10 times better than the top 1%. So yeah. the results are really good. But what's kind of really cool is in the investing category, he's ranking top 200. In the education category, he's ranking top 30. And in the business category, he's ranking top 190. So it's kind of, wow. kind of fun to serve someone like that. And we take all the back stuff. So, so his podcast, if anybody wants to look it up, it's called Big Fat Real Estate Checks. Big, <laughs> Big Fat Real Estate Checks nice. by Marco Kozlowski. But uh, we have tons of clients and, and all of them are ranking right now. But his is cool just because it's only three months old and it's, it's ranking huge right now. Awesome. That's great. That's great. I love to hear, hear those types of results. So before we really get into it now, just one last question just of you. Can you tell us what your daily routine is? Yeah, it changes a little bit, on, to be completely honest. And uh, so I, I don't want to lead your listener astray and tell them <laughs> that I'm perfect in any way. <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you know, for the most part, when, it, when it's not uh, pandemic times, it looks like this in general. I wake up fairly early, at least for me, where it's five something. And I need to get to the CrossFit gym in time for the first class. It's a 6 a.m. class. Oh. So I'll do that. And it, it CrossFit ends like right around seven. So I'll just I'll get ready. I'll usually buy one of the one of the post-workout things that they have at the CrossFit gym. Try to support him, the, the owner. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll drink that and head to the house. I, I only live about six minutes away from the CrossFit gym, which is awesome. And so nice. I, I'll end up getting home. One of my kids wakes themselves up. He's about tw 13. He just, he's turning 13 right now, actually. So he wakes himself up and for junior high. And then when I get home from CrossFit is right when I'm waking up the second kid. So I'll wake okay. up the, my <laughs> younger boy and uh, get him ready for, for school. I generally try to cook him a big breakfast 
so that he can be set up for success for the day. After after they're both in school, I go to the office. I'm usually in the office by eight. And and so that's pretty much the morning routine, except I miss one, one part. It's important. I try to practice gratitude. Some people call it prayer and some people call it meditation. For me, I just I just call it expressing gratitude. So I spend several minutes thinking about all the blessings that I have in in life and and I for some for some things what has already been given to me and for some things I try to express gratitude for the things that I'm going to achieve or going to get or going to have. So anyway, th- that's a huge important part of my day and I do it almost every morning. I love all of that. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it. appreciate you sharing that with us. Okay. All right. That's wonderful. So let's get down to business. So we have people interested in doing their own podcast. What should they do before they start? Go. (laughs) The first and most important couple of things is that they need an actual microphone. I'm going to scream to the top of my lungs about this. Uh You sound so good, Brian. Like (laughs) you sound so good. And because of that, people listening to the podcast without any video and everything, they're going to be impressed. They're going to keep listening. They're going to feel like you served them. They're going to feel like you care. And I've got so many different people out there that are telling, uh, telling other people, no, you don't want to sound good. Don't buy a microphone. You want it to sound raw and real and you want it to sound authentic and don't, don't take out any ums or uhs and, and you just don't, don't script it at all. And, and the, the more, raw it sounds like the better no this is not even true nobody thinks that's true Mm. Uh, how would you ever have a if let's just pretend like we were writers we're authors but not for podcasts and youtube but we're more authors for a book do you want somebody to to give their very first draft to you and it it hasn't been edited it has it, it hasn't been scripted and be like that's what they want you to think is is the final draft. No, nobody would be okay with it that way. So, so I want you to have good sounding uh, a podcast. I think that's that's critical. I think that's really important, and I think a lot of people are getting bad advice. The next one is this ready, fire, aim. There, I hear all the time. Just start, man. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't. Don't, don't think into it too much. Ready, fire, aim. That's how you start a podcast. And I disagree wholeheartedly. I think that with Marco, we mentioned him before, if he would have just started, if he, if we wouldn't have had any preparation, if we wouldn't have had any marketing, if we wouldn't have understood who his avatar was, for example, I call this avatar, not a blue guy, not like Mm -hmm. a green person or blue person or Martian or, or the cartoon version of you. I think of the avatar as your perfect client. Marco's Mm -hmm. got a perfect client. I have a perfect client myself. And so do you, Brian, and your listener right now has a perfect client in their head. And if they just go ready, fire, aim, they're not going to be serving their client. Mm. And Marco never would have been ranking how he's ranking if he just threw spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks. He needed to spend some time to identify who he's trying to help, to think about what that person needs, what they struggle with, what they want, what they already know, what they 
are trying to achieve. And then he needs to purposefully figure out how to deliver that to them. That's the first step before you worry about any of this other stuff. So I always say, ready, aim, fire. And I and I know I'm alone in that. Ready, <laughs> aim, fire. Not ready, fire, aim. Yeah, you're 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 giving me some stuff that I I admittedly have maybe said those some things that you are are contradicting as far as I am concerned, to be honest. Because I I am one of those things that that, that tells people. Well, I, I will say that you should focus more on your content first before anything. So, but I do realize the sound it should be paramount. But I admittedly have said that I don't think it should be paramount in the beginning. So there's something different that you're sharing with me today. So this is great. So, so the thing that I'm the thing that I'm thinking is you are going to have a couple of super fans. Yeah, a super fan is somebody who could care less what the audio is like. Right. So right. you'll have a few people like that for sure. Yeah. So in, I think whenever I think about examples like Russell Brunson started doing it in a podcast in his car. So I think there might be some exceptions to to that. If I, yeah, I think well, I think if if can I speak to that? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's like Gary Vee was like on a phone, and when you wouldn't you wouldn't care about the sound, you just wanted to hear what you want to say. So I guess there's some there could be some exceptions to that rule, right? So yes and no. Okay. If you're already incredibly famous, <laughs> right. for some reason. Most people seem to see past some of the things that they care about if you're average. And and I, I would say Brian and Adam, we're average. You, the listener, you're average. Like I'm right. not trying to offend you. Right, exactly. You're probably yeah. not Gary Vee, though. No, not at so all. So <laughs> anyway, just just with that said, I'm you're you're using StreamYard to use this, and I keep every time it, the StreamYard changes, yeah. I'm paying attention to it. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel. So I was getting a little distracted, but I'll I'll try I'll try to close my eyes. Anyways, what I was gonna say is it's so cool, StreamYard, what you're doing with it. I love it, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, if you already have authority. People can look past that, but I don't think I don't I don't think that you should just do that. I don't think you should just start now with a few people like Gary Vee, with a few people, even even this guy named Joe McCall. He's in the real estate space and he does something called REI in the car. That means he's doing real estate investing talks, podcast in his truck. And so he calls it <laughs> REI in the car. And it's kind of cool because you that you're listening to it. So what I would say is if you have branded your podcast to be that way, do it for sure. I think it'll be okay. But if you're trying to brand your podcast as a podcast, a typical normal podcast that's supposed to have good audio audio quality, the only times that you should do it from your car or with a cheap microphone, and by cheap, the one that's in your laptop, even buying something (laughs) for 19 bucks can be good sounding. Now, I've got a couple of mics. The most expensive one's $500. I'm not saying you, your listener needs to go for that. There's $20 mics. There's $75 mics that are awesome. But if you're if you're doing a regular old podcast and you want and you plan to sound good and you plan to build authority, the only times that you should have lower quality audio if you're saying that in the in the beginning of the episode. So, a couple quick examples. Number one is Joe McCall. REI in the car. And so he calls it that. So it's that unique one where he's just talking while he's driving. And the other the other option is when you apologize for it. And when I I've I've done a lot of interviews from around the country and so I used to speak before COVID. I used <laughs> to speak every 3 weeks I'd be on a different large stage about real estate investing. 
And so I'd, I'd be on, I'd be flying all the time and I have a lot of podcasts already scheduled. And so at the beginning, I would say, just want to let you know, the audio quality for this episode is not going to be the same quality that all of our other episodes. And it's just because I'm on the road speaking in another event and I still wanted to deliver you the, you the content. And so just, you're going to have to deal with it. Please forgive me. And so by saying that in the beginning, I think it opens people up to being, being willing to listen to it more, more likely. So for the most part, people want good, good quality. I, I do agree. I do agree with that. I, I, I remember like when I'm really listening to podcasts and I like, I, I like some, like some of the stuff like NPR, you can tell the diff, tell the deal, like the, 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 the quality of that. As soon as you listen to something from NPR or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it, Got it. What else? What else should we be doing before we start? Before you launch your podcast, a few other things that you might need to do. So you've you've identified your avatar. That's the most important part. And you're going to use a microphone. You're going to have a real actual mic. The next things that you, you're going to want to do is you're going to th- want to try to play toward that avatar. And so a big mistake that I hear a, a lot of people making, and I've seen a lot of people making, and I've even rebranded a few podcasts wow. this month. Okay. okay. I, that was a lie. It was last month. I rebranded three <laughs> podcasts last month. And and the whole thing is they, they come in and they create a podcast title that doesn't serve anybody. So just to give you an example of one of the podcasts that we just recently rebranded, their podcast is called Abundant Culture. So it's a couple and just such, such an amazing couple. I would, I would recommend your listener go and check out Abundant Culture Podcast. But uh, the point is, it was called Abundant Culture. Abundant Culture is a little obscure. It doesn't really mean anything. And if it, if it does mean anything, I think one of your listeners is thinking, no, I can see what it means. It means something. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it means something, I'm sure, to you. But it is obscure. And it, it isn't very definitive. And so what we did is we kept the we kept their podcast called Abundant Culture, but we, instead of being the the big thing being Abundant Culture, I asked them, "What do you do and who do you do it for?" And they said, "We like to buy businesses. We purchase oh. any businesses from other people that are if the revenue is anywhere from five hundred thousand a year to five million a year, we buy those businesses." And so Joe and Jazz, that's the, those are Joseph and Jasmine. They said, that's what we want to do. We want to buy business. I go, anything else? And they said, well, we, we want passive investors to invest with us so that we can buy other businesses without our own money. And I said, Let, I, I'm totally good keeping the, the title of your podcast called Abundant Culture, but we're going to make three changes. The first change is on the podcast artwork. At the very beginning of the podcast artwork, at the top, front and center, <laughs> it's going to say selling and investing in businesses. And in small, yeah. it says buy abundant culture, and it says their names and their 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 beautiful face and their handsome faces on there as well, right? <laughs> right. And so so that's what that's what we did is we rebranded it so it called out the person selling and investing in businesses. So now they're going to add value to that same person. Their intro was the second thing that we changed for the rebranding. So the intro used to say, we're, we talk to any any random person about real estate and business, which if you're speaking to everybody, you're, you're really talking to nobody. Yeah, and so for sure. them, they were too broad in the introduction. So we changed it. And we said, we changed the introduction. We hired a professional voiceover artist 
to be able to say, just like with yours at the beginning of this one, you had a professional yeah. voiceover artist. Yeah. And what we did is we made it extremely succinct. 14 seconds. Our goal is always 15 seconds or less for the intro. Okay. Long, long, long intros confuse people. They don't know what to do. Sometimes the, the podcast intros are talking about a million different things okay. <laughs> and they're telling all the degrees that that person has. They're telling all of, mm -hmm. oh, this person likes, likes wine and mountain biking and has his kids okay. and, and okay. he's a good dad and, <laughs> and he was in real estate and he got the, an education degree. And, and it's like, why is it? None of that speaks to my avatar. Okay. So we okay. shortened it. We shortened their intro to 14 seconds. And all it says is this podcast serves people who want to sell their business for a higher profit or invest in businesses as a passive investor. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's sore. It's short. <laughs> it speaks to exactly who, who should be listening, what the big promise is of the, of the podcast. So that was the second change. The third change was the outro. Some people call it an extro. I call it an outro. Right. Outro is the, the ending piece. So at the end of this podcast, you're going to probably hear an outro as well. Right. And so that's going to usually have a call to action most of the time. And so you just want to make sure that that call to action is some type of free lead magnet that serves your perfect avatar, meaning the person that you want to work for. And right. so for them, we, we created a brand new outro with a brand new a lead capturing magnet. So they got right. a landing page updated. They've got a, a free downloadable PDF. And the PDF gives them, gives your their listener, I, I don't remember if it's the 10 things or the five. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It is the five things that you need to do before you sell your business. Nice. So you can sell for a higher profit. So that's their lead magnet. And so can you see that's the exact avatar that's listening to the podcast that they want to serve that they want to buy their businesses from them are going to download that lead magnet. And so anyway, that those are the three changes that we made to, to rebrand. And those are the things that your listener, before they launch their podcast, they need to be thinking about, about how we're going to serve our perfect client through our podcast. I'm taking mental notes now, but I'm, I'm going to have to re watch this replay to take some regular notes. This is great, man. This is this is awesome. I got some other questions for you, but do you have anything else that, that we should be doing? I, I want some general some general questions after this, but anything else that we should be doing outside of these three, three things that you shared so far? There is so many. And <laughs> my biggest problem, Brian, yeah. the, the issue with me is that if I start, I'm going to try to give all of the details for everything. So yeah. if you have questions, I think it's smarter for us to let you start asking the questions because I'm going to give your listener the most amount of actionable tips for them. So it's probably going to take a minute. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> so I, I have some general questions. So what about people who are, who are interested just in, in general? Is podcasting for everyone in your experience when you think about it? Super good question. Now, the best way to answer that is to go to Gary V. I think either you or I mentioned Gary V on yeah. this episode now. So Gary Vaynerchuk is his name. And I think I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast how much I love wine. I knew of Gary V. I used to watch him before he did what he does now. Back in the wine time, when he when he was, I'm trying to remember the the 
the pod, the YouTube channel that he had. But the the point is, he would he would taste different wines, so he would have three wines, and he would t- say, "This is the fruit I'm getting off of it. This is the food that it would be good with." That's how long I've been following Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> and one of, there's a couple of things that Gary V talks about. And you, one of, one of your questions, uh, what was your, tell me that same question again. Cause I just got total off base. Is podcasting for everyone? Is it for everybody? So yeah. with Gary V, I would say that it is not for everyone, mm-hmm. but Gary V said that if you want your business to stay in business in 2022, you need to be moving on that virtual side podcast, YouTube, Clubhouse, what else, whatever else is out there, TikTok, Facebook. And so if you're not getting with the program now, I am so sorry, but your perfect avatar that you want to serve, you want to help, you want to buy their businesses, you want to, like me, I want to help everybody launch a podcast or whatever. Right. Your perfect avatar is going to be served by somebody else. Mm. Yeah. So if you're not the squeaky wheel, you're going to lose is what basically Gary Vee is saying. So it's not for everybody. And not everybody has the right personality that says that they're okay having a podcast. Not everybody personally wants to do it. I would venture to say if they're listening to your show, if they're watching your show, listening to your show right now, right. they probably ought to have a podcast. <laughs> but there's there are some engineers out there that that they don't really want to grow authority. They don't really know what that means. They are probably going to lose the financial game because those same people that would have worked with them are probably going to be working for with somebody else. So mm-hmm. I would say at the end of the day, because I believe in what Gary Vaynerchuk says, where you got to you got to get with a program or you're going to lose in business if your per, your listener right now thinks that they might not be the one to start a podcast i hope that they at least have a business partner or somebody in their marketing team that starts a podcast for their company so go stay stay, stay there for a minute what are the benefits for the company just tell us tell us a little bit more about if you're starting why they should what are the what are the biggest benefits for doing so there's a lot of noise out there in advertising right now and a lot of human beings are losing trust with what they hear. In 1920, 1940, it was like if you were louder than other people, if you were meaner than other people, if you were more authoritative than other people, you were like, oh, I need to give that person my money because they're so loud. Mm-hmm. And, and now the the thing is, for the most part, we we're trying, we're blocking that. We're having more filters. If you can imagine back in the day, there would be like one ad. And it would be for, let's just pretend it was for Crest. Well, we'd, we'd be like, oh, that's obvious. We're just going to use Crest toothpaste. But now there's Colgate and Crest and, and a lot of others. what whatever else they're called, right? And we don't know which one to pick. And sometimes you'll see a lot of us going to the store and we're like sitting there for a long time because this one and this one are almost the same price. Which one's better? Which one have we seen advertised more often? And so w- the psychology has changed from the average being six times or less for us to start trusting a brand. It went mm-hmm. from six to 15, and now it's apparently more than 20 times for us to start trusting a brand. Mm. One of the most cost-effective way for you to stay in front of your avatar 20 times is by launching your own podcast. Because like that, that, that'll allow those avatars, your human beings that you want to work with, right. 
to stay in your world for a longer period of time, to be able to continue to consume from you. And then after usually now the, the science says it's more than 20 times, but they'll, they'll listen to 20 of your episodes and they'll say, now I want to work with you. Now I want to hire you. Now I want to invest my money with you. To give you a quick example, speaking of engineers, I, I went to a conference and I was speaking at a conference in Boston, in fact. Okay. That's where you are. Yes. So I was speaking at, yes. I was I was at a conference in Boston <laughs> yeah. and there was an engineer, a bridge engineer, and this engineer and I sat down and he found out that I had a, a real estate podcast back then. I've already sold that podcast and now I'm doing a podcast on podcasting, but I had a real estate yeah. podcast. The guy found it found out and he listened to he he I, I made him subscribe and by the way, when I took his phone, I was like, Here, I'll I'll subscribe you. So I, I went to the podcast app. I put in the name of my podcast, the one that I sold now, but I put mm -hmm. that in and before he had a chance to look at his phone, I gave kind of gave myself a little five-star rating. And then I gave him, I gave him the phone back and I said, there you go. That's my podcast. Feel free to listen to it. So this engineer, they're less trusting than the average. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. the average now is about 20 plus times that they've seen your brand before they're willing to work with you. Well, here's what happened with Siva. That's his real name. He's, his name Siva. So, so I gave him the phone back and three months later, he called me on my cell phone and he, and he says, Adam Adams. And I'm like, what's going on, Siva? And he goes, I just want to tell you that I just listened over the last three months. I've listened to 60 of your podcast episodes. Back wow. then I only had a hundred or 200, but he listened to uh, like half of them basically. Wow. And he goes, and I just want to tell you that I listened to 60 of your episodes and I want to invest my money with you. Mm. And I thought about that for a second. This is the effort that I did. I gave myself a five-star review <laughs> and I handed him the phone. That's it. And on autopilot, when I was sleeping, when I was eating, when I was speaking at a different conference, Siva was consuming my content. And after 60 episodes, he decided that he's going to invest with us. And he's become one of our best, most wealthy investors that, that work with us in our company buying apartment communities. So yeah. I hope that's to illustrate the, the fact that as we put out continuous, consecutive content that we're committed to on a regular mm -hmm. basis, right. our avatar whether they're passively investing with us or whether they're buying our course or mentorship, whatever it is, they're going to be more likely to choose us after they spent 20 or more episodes with us. That is that is a perfect message there as far as people trying to, with this show, trying to understand how to build authority. It, does, it takes... It takes time. You can't just put it a piece of content and then like no one listened to me or no one, no one did any kind of reaction to it. So I might as well quit now. It takes time. It takes, it takes more time than now than usually because being online now is, is not as it's, it gets saturated out there. So you can't give up after one posting of one episode of a podcast or two or three. So I, I love how you said that, that, that was perfect. And I, I think we can go on for a long for a long period of time, but I think that's perfect right there. I got two more questions just to, to shut this down. Talk about the art cover again for your podcast. Do you think that there should be much thought into that? How much thought should people put into like the the artwork of a cover for their podcast? What we do when we're doing the podcast artwork for clients of ours is we interview them. 
try to figure out who that avatar is. And then we use psychology to understand how to persuade that avatar best. Mm -hmm. To give you an example, your colors are gold and black. And and the, the gold attracts us. Your colors are perfect for what you're doing. I also like how you have the a little bit of red every now and again, because that attracts somebody who wants to be powerful and authoritative. So the gold, the black and the hints of red is really good for your show because the psychology is that it's attracting the exact right person. If you want to attract somebody who believes in honesty and integrity, you might want to have more blues on your podcast artwork. Now, the blues, some people mistakenly think that if you have blue on your artwork, that people will trust you. But it's actually backwards. You're, if you're trying to attract trustworthy people, you want blues. And not all of us really specifically need the person that we're attracting to have their top thing as trustworthy. Some of us want, uh, that want that person to be somebody who thinks of money. Some of us want that person to think of authority. Some of us want that person to think of royalty. There's all these different color psychologies, right? So, so what I'm saying is at the end of the day, the podcast artwork is critically important and it shouldn't just be something that you personally think is beautiful. It should be something that your avatar is attracted to because of what they're trying to achieve. And so we actually look at the fonts that we're using and we look at the psychology of what type of people will be attracted to different fonts. And so we use that. And if there's more, if we find that your perfect avatar wants more, and I know this sounds hocus pocus, but no, it's I, so I, true. I, this is deep. It's very Shape. deep. <laughs> Shape psychology. There's circles and squares and, and, and diamonds and all sorts of different shapes and partial shapes. And all of them mean different things to us subliminally. And so when my, my team is helping somebody launch a podcast, as we're creating the podcast art, the cover art, we're thinking about the right fonts to use, the right mm -hmm. colors to use, and the right shapes to use so that we're actually pulling in the type of person that you want to work with. So very, very, very important. That's deep, my friends. Very, very deep. I love everything about this. People, oh, I, I have one last question because we can go all day with this. This is, this is fascinating stuff. People follow him on, on Clubhouse at the way out if you want more, more, more of this great stuff after the show. But I have one last question that's of all of my guests. It goes simply like this. There's people on here who are listening right now. They'll be, they're watching right now. They'll be listening later as well. And they love what, you, what you're saying. They love what you're doing. And they want to do some of the same, same things as you are. They have some of the similar goals, some of the interests, maybe the same journeys. And they want to impact the same kind of people as you are today. Can you tell them how they can become an authority in this basis. We're talking about podcasting. I know you have other businesses as well. Let's, let's, let's stick with podcasting. Can you tell them how, how they can become an authority in this space? One of the things that you mentioned where you said that you have to, have to, have to be putting out good content. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most critical pieces to becoming an authority is if your content sucks, if it's not the right <laughs> type of content, if it's not attracting the person that you want to work with, you will not become an authority. So at the end of the day, my goal for you when you're going to become an authority is launch your thought leadership platform, whether it's a book or a podcast, and put out super good content on a regular basis consistently, and you will become an authority hands down. Done and done, people. That's perfect. That's perfect. So I, I, have, I, I have no more words. This is great. 
people, obviously he brought you the, the good stuff today and he obviously has more. So follow this guy. Where can they follow you after the show, Adam? Uh, just go to growyourshow.com or they can look up the podcast on podcasting or go to growyourshow.com if they want to work with us. That's great. People, short and sweet. I love it. Do you have any final words for, for us before we get out of here? Launch your authority platform. Do it. You deserve <laughs> it. And if you don't do it by 2022, you'll fail. You, someone else is going to take your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. In, in this, if you are doing podcasting, it's better to do it sooner, sooner rather than later. The way he told you to do it, don't just jump in and do it, but do it the way he said it, but do it sooner rather than later, because this industry is going to be doubling. What do they say? Next couple of years? Is that what, oh, yeah. is that what they think? Yeah. Next couple of years. So get on it. And you, it's, it's a great way just to use your own voice, use your gift that you have, use your message. So I'm out with that. People, kudos to Adam Adams here. I know you will not forget that name. So, <laughs> so Google him, go to growyourshow.com, check him out. And remember what I said after every show, build it, share it, and they will come. Thank you so much. Take care. We're out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.